What's going on, everybody? I'm Keith, host of Just Our Thoughts with the Fellas, where four to five of my brothers give their perspective on national as well as local news. We touch on some trending hot topics as well as culturally relevant news. We also get a chance to dive into some deep core conversations. Check us out live every other Monday at 7 p.m. You can find us on Just Our Thoughts on YouTube live as well as Just Our Thoughts fan page on Facebook. Also, please don't forget to follow us on IG, J-O-T with the fellas. Yo. Hey, what up? What up? What's up, fellas? What's fellas, up? What's up? My brothers. Yo, what's man. Good? Yo, man. We, we lost another good brother over the weekend, fellas. Mm. All right. All right, P to the man, Biz. This he, ain't even, he ain't even got to say his, his whole name. Just biz. biz, just biz, and you everybody know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's crazy. It, it, somebody like the biz to lose that man, the contributions he he did for hip hop, yeah, yeah, was ridiculous, yeah. man. Yeah. You, you, some people may not know, but he was out there, he was he was amongst a lot of people, he was loved by damn near the entire hip hop, everyone, nation. the music, yes. music, music yeah. industry, yeah. Period. Absolutely, yeah. and, it, and it all goes back to like the times where I say we all we had a mixture of music, and thanks mm-hmm. to Biz, he mm-hmm. gave us that that yeah, laughter, yeah, that yeah. fun, yeah, that, you know that comedy that we needed in hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Biz was yep. the Biz was dope, man. Biz the clown dope. prince of hip hop. Yes, <laughs> yes, basically the clown yeah. prince of hip hop. Yeah, Spit all really over cool. the mic and give you some beats, man. Yes. Um, the one thing, the one thing when I was just reflecting and looking at, you know, because we had earlier reports like months ago that he was dead. Yes, and then he was, yeah. you know, reports came out from the family and from other hip hop artists that was close to him that no, he mm-hmm. had not died. He was still holding on. Right. And the family was there by his side. And um, when I was reading about him, it, it talked about Biz battling a decade long battle with type two diabetes um, and complications related to that. He had a stroke um, last year, he was in rehab, but they just Mm -hmm. kept saying he, his condition was deteriorating. It's sad to see how diabetes just ravages our loved ones, our black people. Mm -hmm. We're 60% more affected by diabetes than white people in our mm-hmm. community. And it's got mm-hmm. it's so many different things influence uh, the type two diabetes hitting us. But, you know, when I looked at that, it just was like, we 48, we got to make sure that we're doing everything right. Women mm-hmm. and men included out there Absolutely. that's watching mm-hmm. us lose the weight, you know, get into a program, you know, do something so that, you know, that weight won't be an issue with your glucose. I mean, are you, um, are you, uh, do you have too much or you got too little? I mean, the best thing is really to change our diet and the exercise and, you know, prayers go up to Bismarck and his family, family, but but it's a lesson that we need to learn about more self-care for ourselves, you know, because we only got one body, only one life. And do what we need to do to stick around for 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 years to come, y'all. Yeah, now nah, it was um, you know, I it was amazing to see Biz after you know his his lyricist uh, career, his rapper career was over because he turned DJ, mm-hmm. you know, in which he was 
uh, first doing as a as a DJ first and then right. uh, a lyricist. So, you know, to see him, man, just flourishing in that realm, right. you know, um, just DJing. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, just the DJing for so many celebrities parties, man, over the mm-hmm. last couple of days after you know his passing to hear yeah. the, the outcry from artists such as LL Cool J. You know, yeah. talk about him and his history, Big Daddy Kane and Big you know Daddy, Steve Harvey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you yeah. know, the 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 legend, you know, the human beatbox. Uh-huh. Um Biz Markey, uh-huh. man, who had us, you know, in middle school banging on a table at lunchtime. Oh, man. You yeah. know, we, we would see guys, man, in the in the corner, you know, yeah. with their hands up in yeah. the corner doing the beatbox, uh-huh. man. So yeah. the legend, man. Of, of biz, the creativity, man. INF, the creativity yeah. of yeah. black people to be able to create music and sounds and rhythm oh. from our own bodies. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You see um, how Dougie Fresh carries on that. I mean, when you see Dougie Fresh at a party, you know, or hyping up a concert yeah. or something yeah. in yeah. between yeah. sets, yeah. you know, yeah. he beatboxing and, you know, it's the creativity of black people that yeah. can't be duplicated, can't be imitated, you yeah. know, yeah. and yeah. That's what we remember the mo- mo- being multifaceted with your gifts and your and your calling. It's yeah, awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, dope, man. Dope, dope, dope. What's yeah. one of y'all? What's, some of, what's one of y'all favorite songs, man? Top two songs from Biz, man. If you from, if you can oh, think of. Oh man, <laughs> man, I'm gonna tell you right now. Of course, the Biz is going off. That was that's like yo. Mm-hmm. I hear that, John. I mean, even though you know nobody beats the Biz and make that the music. Yeah. Those Jones was live, but business going on every that time song. I hear that John. The yeah. video pops in my head and everything. Yeah. Them walking yeah. the pit yeah. down the street. Yeah. yeah. That bump. And then on another note, I mean, you on his comedy side, but it touched on something. But that the song, A Thing Named Kim. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all remember that one. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember it. Yeah. Oh, man. That, 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 that John was dope. Yeah, but yeah. but but some of his collabos was yeah. was off the chain. Yeah, yeah. Biz was and dope, of course, man. he had one with my boys Dayla called <laughs> "Lovely mm-hmm. How I Let My Mind Float." All right. If you oh, never, man. if you All never right. heard that, John, get on it. You definitely got to check that. You know, it. the one thing about Biz that I do remember, man, um, that always stands out is that he 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 appeared to be a people's person, man. Yeah, I would yeah. see him. You know, just with random pictures with people just in the crowd, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not yeah, thinking, yeah. not thinking too high on himself on himself. Yeah, I right, remember yeah. one time we shot down to Atlanta one time um in the mid 90s, and me and Haas, we looked over. It was like it was just mm-hmm. biz just sitting there chilling, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> with a suitcase, you yeah, know, on yeah. the floor, man. So, you know, yeah. so many people accessible. That, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, man. Yeah, because I ran I ran into the biz back in '93. At great mm-hmm. adventures, <laughs> yeah, oh man, definitely yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, when yeah. I think of his music, I think about uh, making music with your mouth biz, you know, mm-hmm. that cut, and then you know, when we dissect, um, she say he just a friend, you know, right. when you dissect that for a moment, you know, what was biz <laughs> really going through when he wrote <laughs> that song? Something that like a lot of us can relate to, you know right. what I'm saying. Those uh, discussions between you and that significant other about the type of company mm. y'all keep, and you know, and and 
And Biz was able to throw that into a dope rhyme with a dope yeah, beat, yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. it was really talking about relationships, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and it yeah. was dope to really hear, you know, something that you could, you know, bounce yourself to, but then it really had a real intellectual thought provoking concept inside yeah. of it. Yeah. You know? and, and also funny at the same time. And, yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But relatable. Yeah. But so yeah. relatable, yeah. especially in the era that we grew up in, that yeah. we were listening yeah. to that type of music. Yeah. Yeah. So rest in peace. Rest in peace. His prayers for his family. Absolutely. Music legend Absolutely. icon, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Our Thoughts with the Fellas. I am your host, Keith. Keith Hall, I am your host, and I just cannot do this without my compadres, without my brothers. And today we are missing one. We missing capital E, E-Dub. E-Dub. The man. Um, mm -hmm. He's away right now on uh, on vacation with, with the boys, man. So, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. um, enjoy yourself, Eve, you out there, man. Yes, I know you'll you, 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 you hear that soon, you know. So, but today I got... As usual, I got my man Ward Hines. What's good, Ward? Yo, yo, what's the deal? What up, Ward? What's the deal? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. And Professor Kevy Kev's Savage Spin. What's good? Hey, the professor's here, baby. What's going on, y'all? Glad up, to see y'all in the we, number. Yes, sir. We we definitely looking forward to having some amazing conversation tonight, some enlightening conversation some tonight, some conversation that will, you know, probably prompt you guys tomorrow just to think about some things. And, you know, mm -hmm. here on Just Our Thoughts, we talk about national, local news. We touch on some trending topics. We touch on current events, culturally relevant topics. And we also have core conversations. You know, I def I want to say what's up to Craig, Rob Tufnell, Justin Deskins. What's going on, fellas? Thanks for giving us That's a shout Wardy's out, man. Nephew. That's Wardy's nephew. That's Wardy's nephew. That's Wardy's nephew. Yeah, it's my little cousin. Yeah. yeah. Justin's what up? Cousin. Okay. Yeah. What's up, Justin? What's going on, man? Thanks for tuning in. If you do miss this, you could check us out on all platforms, all streaming platforms. Also, yeah. go to Just Our Thoughts on YouTube to see mm -hmm. um, our, our content and Instagram and Facebook. So, Check our content out. We definitely appreciate you. Let's get into it, fellas. Good, Abigail Elphick. Oh, man. Does that name ring a bell? Oh, Abigail Elphick. You oh. know, this says um, Abigail Elphick fell right into what has been going on, man, for such a long time. Mm -hmm. um, when we talk about Karens, Abigail Elphick was at the Short Hills Mall in Jersey um last week oh, and right. the victoria's secret and mm -hmm. what's up trey what's going on trey what's up big mac thanks for joining trey. Us. Thanks mm -hmm. for hanging out we got i gotta talk to you too trey i gotta um i gotta holler at you trey about some things um abigail uh -huh. elphick was um at short hills mall last week and it was a big sell for victoria's secret Oh, yeah, and we coupons was going on out there. The coupons was going on. It was bottom drawn. It was free. With the coupons, they yeah. They don't, don't do know, that for me. I don't know about nah. They don't do no free <laughs> stuff. Yes, they, they, they had a coupon. Yeah, they up. They had the coupon. They had the coupon. Yeah, yeah. Had the coupon. Yep, mm -hmm. Absolutely. So you know this this conversation of Karen's, um, these white women acting out, displaying this childish behavior, displaying this. Um, uh, higher than thou type of behavior, their value mm -hmm. is more than everyone else. This right. um, I'm a human. Uh, I'm I'm the policing behavior, you know, mm -hmm. type of um, type of thing is is has begun to be rampant, man, throughout the nation. You know, fortunately, we have 
cameras now to kind of sort of protect us. You know, so last week when Abigail Elphick attacked a sister and she tried to hit her and she didn't catch her, when she didn't catch her, the, the young lady pulled out her phone and she started to record her. As soon as she started recording her, 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 her disposition shifted. <laughs> she flipped that shit and reversed she flipped it. it. She flipped it and she reversed it. Don't, don't, mm-hmm. ain't that what Missy said? She flipped that it and reversed she flipped it. it and reversed Look it. Look at that. Normal on the it. left side. Crazy deranged on, on the right, right side. side. <laughs> she flipped it. She flipped it and reversed it and, and began to scream crazy outlandish things um and became the victim you know mm. last week so it's a yeah. it's a thing that and that wasn't the only one last week it was another brother at walmart um that was accused of stealing a white lady her son's phone yeah. um in walmart and the accusation from the, yeah. the white lady the karen was like he did it she put him in prison already you right. know and, until she saw her son walking down the aisle with his own phone, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I, I just wanted to have this conversation with y'all, man. And we had a brief conversation about, you know, this Karen, this epidemic when it comes yeah. to the Karen, the behavior and what that looks like, where does it come from? Um, and, and how do we, you know, how do we move from that, you know, or mm-hmm. is it up to us to move from that? Or is it up to other white women who they can actually relate to to be able to change their thought process, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to, you know, kind of unpack that story and, and share that, you know. The, the story rise of the Karens. Watching. Right, the rise of the Karens is what it is, man. <laughs> I don't remember know about barbecue the rise. Becky. Remember barbecue, oh, barbecue Becky? Becky. Yeah. Remember, right, right. Um, you know, they they named all those white women that will <laughs> utilize the police. You know, it was it was barbecue Becky and. Right. Then it was another woman that called the police on the, the black girl selling water. Right, right. You right. know, using, you know, their whiteness to weapon to be a weapon against black people and involving right. the police department, man. And I mean, you the the thing that's more prevalent now is that you see that these white women, white people in general, but since we're just talking about right, right. these different um uh, incidents of white women. Um, they they become more emboldened, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, white people in general, but these white women have become more more emboldened to um, you know, to feel like they can say, do, and act any type of way in any given situation when they're confronted right. with a racist um attitude or act, you know. Mm-hmm. And they feel that way because. One of the reasons I believe is because of the love relationship that they have with law enforcement. Hmm, law enforcement is called and they come to be an aid uh, to white people, to white women in general. And they see black skin as violent, as violent and aggressive, you know. So mm-hmm. they, you know, feeling like they can say and do and act any way they want to, if it's in a supermarket or if it's in a, you know, Shore Hills Mall. Shore Hills Mall is known as an affluent um, part in North Jersey. Yeah, High right, end yeah. stores, Chanel Absolutely. and all that stuff is is yeah. up in there. So you know you're going to get a larger amount of white people, white customers yeah. there because of its affluence. 
You know, so you already know that there's a relationship, a love relationship between law enforcement and white police. So why shouldn't she feel privileged and emboldened to do it, to do as she says, when I know if they are called by me or anyone else, yeah, yeah. they won't even escort me out of the mall, INF. Yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah, showed yeah. up and yeah. they said that they couldn't even escort her out of the mall right, after right. coming at the woman several times. Right, right. You know, so that's just one of the reasons that they feel like they have that liquid courage mm-hmm. because they have a relationship with law enforcement, i.e., Ken over there in Mount Laurel. Yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. The relationship that yeah. he had with Mount Laurel law enforcement allowed him to go and do those things for, you know, to different people. But now that everything is worldwide on a cell phone, yeah. now you got to do something about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I that think, ahead, I, think sorry, it's, I think it's more of a deflection with them because <clears throat> like with the with the white women, it's it's not like it's been like a new thing or, you know, just happened within the past 20 years. This has been going on forever. You know, it was like uh, these white women had had a love for black men back in the past. And when they all, you know, thought not a love, not, a not curiosity, a, a curiosity. You but know. you had, but then see, but then you had these, then you had the white women that were having affairs on their husbands with other white men. Hmm. But, because they wanted to protect their white men, they deflected it and put it on a black male. And, and it was more or less, let's get the black male in, in trouble instead of the white male right. To, right. To, to keep that relationship going and keep putting their white men on a pedestal. Just like in the, in the case with Emmett Till, it was like, you know, they, he, they claimed that he whistled at a white woman. Yeah. But yet yeah. to hear that, he had a speech impediment and for him to get his words out, sometimes they taught him how to whistle to actually not mm-hmm. stutter. Mm-hmm. So that's probably, you know, that's where that whistle came from. He wasn't whistling at her, but he was pro- he was talking and he was probably across the street and just the chick walked by. I heard that story. And now it's like, oh, he whistled at me. You know, let's get him. Well, could you imagine, and I had this um, conversation, brief conversation last week with somebody, and could you imagine all the other black men that were lost that we don't know of? Exactly. You know, in situations like that, when a Karen back in the 40s, 50s and 60s, you know, felt threatened, uh, felt, you know, due to their entitlement, you know, Mm -hmm. and and speaking of entitlement, I I liken it to um, the, the, the space that they think they own. You know, in terms of yeah. this is my space and you're in my space. Yeah. This white woman um, walked up to this black woman, tried to hit her, then walked back. Right. She then walked back and had a fit when she pulled the camera out because she felt that her space, her personal space was 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 being intruded. Right. So right. I, so for me, I'm like, it's it's this entitlement thing that you feel as if no one can say anything to you. Mm-hmm. No one can can pull out a phone. And now you play the victim. I'll also add that. Mm-hmm. And you guys um, you guys saw the video where mm-hmm. another white woman jumped right on her side. Mm-hmm. and told her, why don't you just move away? 
Mm, like right, like right, her right. actions, like her like actions. it was still the black woman's fault yeah. that the woman was <laughs> she had her fault. like yeah. this. Like still, I'm yeah. at fault for her charging right. at me. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's right. ridiculous. You know, they yeah. many of them were going to side with their own. It's a good thing that management was on the black woman's Absolutely. side. She was Nigerian, right. I believe. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. You know, so the the a couple of things that you know, and, and it's a shame, but now. Our, our greatest ally when we have confrontation with white people is our video phone, That's is our cell phone. It's unfortunate. You, it's unfortunate because nobody will believe us unless right. we record the situation. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's our, that's our greatest ally. And here's my recommendation. Every black person that's watching this right now, if you ever feel like the uh, con- the the contact you're having with a white person, male or female, is escalating. Pull out your phone and begin to videotape. All right, and don't worry about what your state laws is. If it's one consent party, two consent party. If you're in a public place where right. public people are allowed, and, and New Jersey is a one consent state, so you can just whip it out and start videotaping. But okay. if you ever have that type of confrontation with a white person, where you feel it's going to escalate, um, you pull out your video phone and you record the entire situation, um, you know, because that's going to be your best ally. Because when police show up, still the odds are stacked against you, even though you're not in the wrong, you know. So we got to record. And that's a shame that our voice is not um, is not being validated when we are. Right. Yeah, it, it's, it's not being valued or validated by law enforcement or by anybody when we are the ones who are the victim, you right. know, and that's that's inherently because of the color of our skin. Um, yeah. So that woman, she went in. That was her defense mode to go into this this fake behind a crisis or mental health thing. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it looked like. That's exactly <laughs> what it looked like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And and, and the one thing about, you know, Camilla and I talk about it. The one thing about that is Mm -hmm. um, white women's tears are are, are, are weaponized. You know, their tears are weaponized more so than a black woman's tears that soon as they start crying, soon as a tear or soon as they start throwing that tantrum, it's it's less somebody needs to come to the rescue. You know, they feel that damsel in distress thing. Right. And, And a white and a white man has to come save her. Right. 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 So, yeah. you know, that's, you know, when she had this entitled meltdown, you know, because no one really stepped around or said anything to her. No one moved her. She was just able to have this meltdown in the middle of the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love, I'll be real with you. I love my sisters. Yeah. The way she, the, the way, way she handled it, the way she handled that mm-hmm. and laughed, she narrated that whole <laughs> yeah. portion, man. I thought mm-hmm. that was hilarious. It was, it was, it was. It was. It was yeah. it was funny, man. And it was, for her to backpedal and run away and still yeah. record, like that yeah. was amazing. She was going down them aisles, bras on the right, panties on the left, and she's navigating, <laughs> going backwards. You know, videotaping her coming at her. Like I right, applaud. Right. That takes some skill. It takes yeah. a lot of skill. But she end. brought up a she brought up a valid point at the end when the officers finally showed up. Like when all this was going on, where was more security? Yeah, right. you know, right. but when right. the police showed up, she said that if it was the other way around, mm. it wouldn't be a question of you escorting me out of the mall. Right. You would have arrested me. And I heard a lawyer talk about this, um, about the charges that could have came um, against that woman. She could have been charged basically 
for right. simple assault. Right. You yeah. know, simple assault. You yeah. could have, she could have definitely been charged and arrested for yeah. that. For you know, but again, her whiteness, her, her being a white female mm -hmm. aided her from right. having any type of charges held against her. And again, the love relationship between white people and law enforcement will always, you know, uh, be against us in these yeah. situations, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I feel like, I feel as if these Karens are our self-victimized villains of our time that, you know, they are, they run right into that victim role, you mm -hmm. know, um, to, to appear as if they're leveling the playing field that don't forget about me. We, you know, don't forget about me in this, in this, in this instance, you know, black lives matter, you know, me too movement, but don't forget about the white women. And I feel as if their, their victimization, you yeah. know, is, is trying to become, you know, bigger and grander, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. um, in, in situations like that. So, mm -hmm. you know, well, that um, goes to like that, this uh, whole fat, that feminist movement, where they tried to hijack the black woman and bring her aboard. And because now that I feel as though the black woman has not supported this feminist movement as much as in the past, now this might be a trigger for them to, to lash out like that. They don't, mm -hmm. they don't have the support they used to have of pushing their agenda. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the other thing too, I just think you're seeing a lot of the the, the bias and the racist behaviors that Trump has given permission for right, white people point. to begin to demonstrate. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I think Trump being in office and he wasn't implicit with his racism. He was very open and yeah. explicit with his racism. And right. this has given a lot of white people a voice and permission to act accordingly. You know, when you see that uptick and this rise, I mean, Philly just had these uh, new age Klansmen, you yeah. know, just boldly mark, wa mm -hmm. uh, walking around City Hall, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so when you see this, this just gives a rise and permission for people to really show their true colors, which mm -hmm. is which is explicit racism before, you know, things were low key or subtle or. You know, but now it's like all cards are on the table. You're really going to see, um, and we have been seeing, like, you know, just the the laid out, plain and simple, uh, uh, overt examples of racism, man. Um, and it's only going to get worse as we go along. It's going to, it's not just going to be contained in Victoria's Secret. Right, 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 right. We're going to see it at Target. We're going to see it at Walmart. They, they, I'll put it this way. They have run up against the right people because... They pulled out their cameras and started recording. Yeah, 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 I know a yeah. lot of people that wouldn't even <laughs> think twice about pulling out a camera, but yeah. throwing some hands. Throwing some hands. Now you're absolutely right about you know that. I mean, that it's like, yeah. and then and then they will be the ones that oh, will get locked up. You know, exactly. putting handcuffs or putting the back of a police car. You exactly. know, when you think about those instances with um, these Karens, the the one thing that comes to my mind is them feeling as if they're police, as if they're, yeah. they're saying that you're wrong. You're, mm -hmm. you black woman, you black man are wrong for whatever right. action is yeah. that you're doing. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> see it. Give totally. me some ID. Yeah. Yeah, like the, yeah. yeah. Let me see your ID. What are you yeah, doing right. in this neighborhood? Yeah, what are you doing in right. this neighborhood? Like you're like, wrong. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a like, sense of policing. 
Yeah, right. exactly. their own form of policing. The love you know, relationship that they have with law enforcement. It goes back to yeah. what you're saying, Katie. Right, you know? right. Them feeling like they can uh -huh. police any area right. that they are in. Not even that they are residing in, but that they, they can police any area, question you. Any you area. Know? Right, because they feel like law enforcement has my back. Right. What I'm doing right. to interrogate you and question you, um, I you know, and to and to try and determine uh, your identification mm -hmm. your, or your reasons to be in this area. You exactly. know what I'm saying? That yeah. that mm -hmm. dates back to the Jim Crow laws anyway, yeah. you know, they, with people had having they, the ability to do this. They had yeah. their neighbor, neighborhood watchmen draws on that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that policing thing that white people just believe they are, they, you yeah. know, I I have uh, some co-workers when we go out in the community and we see black families, um, some white co-workers. We, we're not, you know, I'm not an officer. I, I don't have a gun on me or a bulletproof vest or anything right, like right. that. When I go to the hood, I go to the hood, you know, and but I know how to communicate with black families. And, and there are uh, many co white co-workers that do know how to communicate as well, being respectful. Mm -hmm. um, but there are some that go like they are law enforcement mm -hmm. from the banging on the door. Like, you know, you are a state trooper doing a raid that will only get you hostility, you mm -hmm. know, what I'm saying? from right, a black right. man. You know, the bang on the door as if you are the fire department or the sheriff's department about to throw the family out, a victim or something like that. Right. That's mm -hmm. not an approach you want to have when it comes to black people, you know. Right. Uh, acting like you are um, Lord over their life, their land, mm -hmm. their home, Absolutely. or that you are policing mm -hmm. them, you know, you're only going to elicit a negative response from us, period. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, but that, but again, that's that privileged thinking that a lot of white people have. It is. It is. You know? it is. And it's really hard to break that out because inherently white people, even though they say they got all these black friends, even though a lot of white people say, well, I, you know, these are my black contacts that I have. Or I went out with some black friends the other day. Right, or I right, went right. to a black school. I grew up. Yeah. You know, and they feel privileged. They feel privileged. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no matter how many black people you know or, or how many black children you have mentored, you will mm -hmm. always have a white experience. And yep. you will not ever, ever, ever be able to relate to the black experience because your, your whiteness is is always going to be something that's going to um uh, uh for other people to look at you in a way that you are superior right into right. any other and, person and they will always use it no matter how many times they say oh who you know i'm not prejudiced and right uh, hey i i i feel you mm -hmm. but it's like they like you know um i have black friends and i'm not racist i'm not prejudiced but as soon as it 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 comes into play and they'll pull their they'll pull their white card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, their get out of jail free card. <laughs> and, and you know what I mean? And, yeah. and not and not bat one eye when mm -hmm. they do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think um, you know, um when I think of Trayvon uh uh guys, Trayvon. Trayvon Martin. Yeah, when I think of Trayvon, I think of um, why am I forgetting his name right now? Talk to me, Zimmerman. Uh, Zimmerman. When I think mm -hmm. is same thing, you know, he he want to know, you know, why are you in this space? Why are you in this area? What do you, what is going on? Yeah. You know, why are you over here? And a lot of those issues arise from that that privileged, 
you know, mindset of this is not your area, go back over there. And even over the last several years, you know, we've heard don't, while Trump has been in office, I've heard and I've seen, you know, on social media, white folks say, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't like it here, go back to mm-hmm. Africa, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, right. you know, it's that, that privilege, this mm-hmm. is our area and we are superior to you, yeah. you know, type of mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think also too, is that, you know, you know, when we talk about that whole critical race theory that's been, you know, debated heatedly on Capitol Hill between yeah, Republicans yeah. And, and Democrats. Democrats. You know, one of the things that that, you know, out of that is coming the discussion on the fact that in every institution in America, racism is woven into the fabric of, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the one thing that, you know, they're trying we're trying to get across to white people It's mm-hmm. it's more than just the racist joke about my hair or, or, or you know, the the Afrocentric, you know, culture, the, the jokes about black people. It's more than mm-hmm. just that. It's right. the fact that they need to realize that racism ha- was founded in the Constitution and exists in every institution today, mm-hmm. you know, and is perpetuated by white people inherently, you know, yeah. and that's the and that's the one thing that, you know, you know, is really trying to be um, communicated to a way that they understand that we're not given a winning opportunity or even playing field because every system that we have to engage in from school to neighborhoods yeah. you know, has already been, um, uh, 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 you know, against us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They said, and I'll leave it alone, they said they got this app where, you know, if you're looking for a house, you can... Um, instead of asking other people, you can go to the app and you can check the neighborhood, you know, mm. this how the neighborhood is, mm-hmm. the neighborhood is good to move into. And one of the ways that they judge whether or not the neighborhood is good to move into is if it is um, present or absent of people of color. And then it gives it a grade of whether or not it is good to move into schools mm-hmm. as well, the presence or the absence of, of children of color, you know, mm-hmm. the less, the less uh, number of children of color that are in the mm-hmm. school system, yeah, yeah, the yeah. better neighborhood and environment yep. for white yeah, families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tough, man. Yeah. That's tough, man. Yeah, so yeah, watch yeah. out for them entitled middle-aged white women with the What's those bob cuts? What are they called? Those those haircuts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you Yo. know what? You know what, what Justin is saying is, is is totally right. That's their main thing, man. It's, hey, well, it's, read, read it's based Justin. oh critical race theory, theory being accepted amidst the wrongs of this nation and mandates reparations. That's what they're worried about, and and that's basically what it is, man. They are worried that if they admit to the wrongdoings that it would push more um as more more policy towards us getting reparations mm, us gotcha, you know gotcha, gotcha. It, it would open a can of worms on gotcha. their part mm-hmm. if they if it if it if they do admit that what they did was wrong yeah, yeah. because what they, they did was wrong because they've done yeah. wrong all through history it ain't, yeah. it ain't and it ain't just with us absolutely yeah. you know i, I mean? don't it think it started a long time ago yeah and 
and we'll talk about some of the other stuff later yeah, on. I mean, but you know, on a special level, though, they're never going to give us reparations. I mean, no. They, oh, hell they, no. They've no. done it. They've done it to Asian Americans. I think they've done it. They did it with the uh, Italians at one point. I, you know, there's yeah. They give it to all these Europeans, the, the Native Americans. The Native Americans also received uh, um, some type of form of reparations. Yeah, as well. they did. They did. You know, yeah. but for some reason or another, and you know, and I think it's it lies within the Constitution itself. That they're not going to admit the atrocities of slavery, you know. So right. all of this is woven into the fabric of the Constitution, Absolutely. you know, and every institution. Just one one book I want to leave with y'all because you know we gotta, you know, we gotta better ourselves and we gotta do some reading. Um, White Fragility by Robin DiAngelo. White okay. Fragility by Robin DiAngelo. She talks about. You know, the response, just like this video we had, the response that this white woman had when she was a question about, you know, her aggressiveness or her right. part that she plays in right. racism. Right. Right. This is how white people tend to respond. They, re yeah. they tend to respond aggressive, argumentative, hostile. Mm -hmm. They'll shut down and they'll disconnect, yeah. you know, when they are, uh, when they show that this is their defense mechanism to protect themselves whenever they are put on the hook about racist behavior, you mm -hmm. know, and this is how they respond. So they'll either respond like the woman, the woman showed it in the video. She went from aggression to total shutdown and disconnect. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's when you pull white, when you tell white people about their behavior being racist towards people of color, this is the response that you get. You know, mm -hmm. and, and but Robin De Robin D'Angelo, she lays it out. Yeah. Um, um, but she said this behavior is most problematic because it still perpetuates white supremacy in, yeah. in, in our country. Yeah, mm. yeah. When she laid down on that floor, I was ah, she put the bro. purse under her head like a pillow, <laughs> uh, like, like a perfect, like a perfect toss of she, I like was wondering. Said, she played possum for a minute. She played possum for a minute. Oh, I, she man. she put the purse down, laid the purse yeah. down, uh -huh. and then I was wondering: Is she going to hit this floor hard, or yeah. is she really just going to take her time? Yeah. And she took her time so eloquently to mm -hmm. lay down <laughs> and lay her hands in such a way that yeah. she wouldn't hurt herself, yeah, and it was yeah, just yeah. so dramatic. I, you want to yeah. talk about funny? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah. Funny at the same time. Comedy sketch, it, it gave man. you. It gave you all levels of emotions from anger, right, to right. to laughter, right, to yeah. like I can't believe this is happening. Right. You so know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. To what the hell is going on? Yeah. Yeah. But but the the fuse. Like, look how little it 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 takes to set off white people. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Look how little that it it takes. It don't take a lot to set them off when they are confronted about their racist behavior. You yeah. know, it don't take much. And you got to really be careful because you don't know what you're going to get. And you that's don't know you're going to get the aggressive aggressive yeah. behavior, the hostile, or the shutdown. You know, yeah. all you got to do is, boom, put that camera on and tape it. Because that's, that's your only ally out there. And, they, and then their next defense is to pull theirs out and put it in your face. And I'm like, okay. Challenge? Yeah, challenge. Yeah, challenge. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Now that's part of their behavior too, when it comes mm -hmm. to mistreating people that they think that they're that they're above, you know, that they think that they're superior to, right, right. you know, mistreating those, you know, when it comes to customer service, oftentimes it's customer service or black people, or it can be a toll collector or black people, or a man just walking, you know, through Walmart or a black person. You know, right. it's it's always someone that they mm -hmm. think or feel as if that they are superior to, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um this system does not design for us, man. I mean, Absolutely. even if we, we know call law, even if we call law encement to assist us, we might be dead. <laughs> right. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, it, and it has happened. It yeah. has. It, it has. has time yeah. and time. If we're legal and doing everything appropriate and proper, yeah. and mm -hmm. we, we don't even have a criminal history or the gun that we have is licensed and registered, and I informed the officer, Philando right. Castile in Minnesota, still ended up dead. Yeah, you know, and those officers are still working. Yeah, to this day, you know, so you know, we just don't have the complexion for protection, you know. Right. And, right. and 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 I, I was listening to Professor Mark Lamont Hill, and he was asked a question by a white woman, so she was she was like, "Do you believe that?" All white people are racist, are racist, and he was like, "Well, you're trying to back me into a corner, but right. yeah, I believe all yeah, white people are. are inherently racist." Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. And again, that's not talking about the vile jokes about black people, but you refusing to believe that every system that we have to deal with, from welfare um, to municipal government, the federal government, all of this has not been set up or established for us. For you to refuse to believe that. Mm -hmm. is an indicator that you have racist, racist. beliefs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yo. So, you know, Karen, this parents. We didn't even talk about the Ken dolls. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that another time, man. We'll talk about that <laughs> another time. I, I'm, I'm going to leave with this. The two things that um, I don't know how we get past this, the Karen epidemic. Uh, does it, you know, subside does it go away when does it go away it's 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 a pandemic now when it comes to it it's heightened mm -hmm. you know so you know one thought was because they be, their belief is that they are superior to blacks you know to to yeah. most races yeah. who is it that they can listen to you know to to let them know like you're not yeah. superior your behavior mm -hmm is that of an infidel yeah, like yeah. you know who is it that they can listen to right. to shift and change their behavior right. yeah. you know um to, the, to yeah go, go ahead. ahead go ahead go ahead yeah, no the, the book that i gave you robin leangelo she's a white woman mm -hmm. and she talks about white privilege white fragility she's a white author a white woman she's excellent mm -hmm. at really pulling white people uh, th this rule from over their eyes because she likewise says i had the same inherently racist views yeah. Yeah. that I had to be taught about myself. It's going to take yeah. other really educated and informed uh, white people. You yeah. know, we can yeah. talk about it all day and all, all yeah. night, you know what I'm saying? Until Absolutely. we turn blue in the face, mm -hmm. it's going to take a lot of white people to admit that we are inherently racist because yeah. of the systems that we benefit from, right. Right. you know, and it's not to make white people feel guilty. I mean, yeah. you, you, you can't change the fact that you were born white. Right. You know what I'm saying? But what you have to do is that you have to admit that these systems are inherent, are racist. That's and what stuff. can you do to begin to work towards trying to unravel these things? You Absolutely. know what I'm That's saying? So she's a I white author. I got one get up question. On. Mm -hmm. I got a question about because it's like, all right, you, you know, Keith, you had posed a question like, what can we do to get past this? My thing is, 
Why are we engaging with these people in the first place? With who? With, with the parents? Yeah. It's I like they're engaging with us. They do yeah. engage with yeah. us, but, but yeah, some of these, was... it, but it, there are some of these situations where we can just say, you know what? I'm just going to turn my back and walk off. Yeah. Ward, why? No. Ward, yeah. if a Karen um, walked up to you, Ward, with some of that behavior and want to run up to you while you and Victoria's Secret and want to well, smack trust you. Me, I won't be in <laughs> or you in Home Depot. <laughs> You're in Home Depot, Ward. Okay. <laughs> you know All right. I mean? We can go there. Right. I, I want to that because sometimes that frustration, I'm tired mm-hmm. of this, the continued racist put me in that position of yeah. you're superior to me, that, that's old. It don't, it don't it get is old. It is old. And that's old. why, so why I'll be like, you know what? I tell man, get the fuck out of my face and walk man, Go ahead and with walk that. Away. And yeah. walk away. I mean, like, I, I don't have to any, sit there and engage that you. type yeah. of behavior. I mean, now, if he came and, you know, jumped in my face and pushed me, stuff, you know, something mm-hmm. like that, that's one That's thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. We throw we're gonna start throwing some hands. We're gonna I do something. There, there is gonna be an altercation. But mm-hmm. if it was like it's just a verbal thing, like, hey, man, man, go ahead with that. Cause I, yeah. and, and I have done that. Like, man, get right. out of my face right. and just turn walk away from it. I'm not here for that. I I'm here you. to yeah. do my business and get out. Yeah, yeah. I got no, I ain't you, got time you, for you. You bring up a good point, is that the self-restraint is very important for us. Absolutely. It, it, you know. As being a victim of mm-hmm. racial um, incidents, we got to practice self-restraint because it's not going to lend to us at all. Right. For us to, to, they like want, they, Mount Laurel. The, the, the Karens and the Kens, they want us to react, to respond in a way, like mm-hmm. you said, somebody's going to come to blows. Because yep. they, they, they when law enforcement care. shows up, we're going to get locked up. Yeah. Okay. Irregardless. So that's why number one, self-restraint is necessary. Absolutely. And number two, we have got to broadcast this racism. That's why I'm saying that you got to get the evidence on your phone, not mm-hmm. just, you know, for when you go to court, but I want to make it viral. I do. I, I want to make it viral. I want them, I want their jobs to see their behavior. Yeah. And I want their jobs to issue statements, whether or not, because the one white woman that you was talking about with the stolen phone, she worked for Kaiser Permanente. And they saw because she had a shirt on from the job, you know, so Kaiser Permanente, they issued out a statement that they're going to investigate this. And these people are losing their jobs because yeah. of this. And they need to. You know, right, right. So the one the one way that we can combat this is by put, making these people go viral. You know what I'm saying? Don't put hands on them. The worst thing, because that white woman that passed out on the floor of Victoria's Secret, she knew the worst thing that could happen to her was for her to go viral. And and she said that. Right. She said it too. Not the camera. Everyone in her circle, in her church, in her family, on her job could see her racist behavior and know her for who she truly is. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we got to we got to practice self-restraint. But again, boom, we got to make them go viral. That's that's the way we fight back. We don't back down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we got to fight back. My last point real I, real, real quick, I never Ward had brought up the Emmett Till piece. Mm-hmm. When I did that research into, into the Tulsa massacre, it had the same overtones as Emmett Till because, again, the Tulsa massacre was supposedly started because a black dude assaulted a white woman on an elevator. 
mm-hmm. you know, in um in one of the department stores during then. And when they heard about it, they wanted to lynch the dude and they wanted to go to the town. And then that's when they burned up all the stores. 300 people dead. The whole town destroyed because of this so-called rumor that he physically assaulted a white woman on an elevator on an elevator. He was right. cleared of all charges. This yeah. man, this 19 year old. And on top of that, the white girl wrote a statement that nothing happened, but they still use that as justification or permission to go and destroy everything that we built during that time. Man. That's so, exactly. I'm glad it, you said that. That's exactly what it was. It's been historical time. And we don't know the countless other Emmett Till's Absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. have been out there, you know, that have that right. are and, and Billy Holiday sing about it. Strange fruit, mm-hmm. you know, and these were black men falsely accused by white men and women and with no judge no jury for us to even be on trial they mm-hmm. acted as executioner mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying wow. so yo man just just talking about this brings me brings me trauma man from, yeah i'm sitting here thinking about that you man <laughs> yeah, yeah, just trauma, brother. yeah you know yeah so um you know those that's 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 uh that's here with us thanks for chiming in thanks for listening thanks for being a part of our conversation when we talk about the karen epidemic we know you guys are in tune and uh, we definitely have a very intelligent audience and friends and partners yeah. um mm-hmm. so cat thank page, you for, cat page cat page, cat page. What's up, Kat? How you doing, Miss Lisa? Amy. That's a thought leader, intellectual <laughs> thought leader right there. Uh, cat page. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We want to say thank yeah. you to everybody that's listening. Trey, thanks, Trey, for, for Trey. chiming in. That's um, another what, one. Hey, 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 Katie, go with the um you yep. had something else, and I thought it would be a good transition coming coming off of that. Oh, you man. know, when we talk about um we talk about Richard Sherman, I wanted mm-hmm. to um play this video. Yeah. If we My house now. My husband is drunk and blizzard. Stop. Stop. I'm, What's the address? Are there any weapons? Stop. We, are there we any, took, we took, to no, me. there's no gun. I'm, I'm saying there are no weapons, ma'am. There are you no, there are no weapons. You need to stop interrupting me so I can get the information I need to get officers expedited. I need officers here now. What's he doing that, that you think he's going to harm he's, himself? He's being, he's, he's being aggressive. He has sent text messages. I took the I took the keys out. They're in your car. He's trying to leave now in the house. He's being aggressive. He's wrestling with my uncle. He's threatening to kill himself. He has sent text messages to people saying he's going to hang himself. Richard That's Sherman, defensive back. Richard Sherman. Um, God, my God. I, well, Richard before, Sherman. before we get into that, I just got two points to pull out from that video. Let me just introduce him. Ward, um, who he is, Richard Sherman. Um, which which, which video are you talking about? The one we just came from? Or the, the one, one we, we just, just came. 
The one we Richard just watched. Sherman. Richard, Richard Sherman. Sherman. Richard Sherman. All right, let 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 I never prep it. Yeah, I just want to juice. Let him prep it, then come through. Come through. Like like like, like yeah, Richard Sherman said. Richard Sherman said, "Come through." Come through. I just wanted to, um, you know, introduce Richard Sherman. Those that don't may not knowing, um, All Pro, um, Hall of Fame, DB, now plays for the uh, San Francisco 49ers, who was once a Seattle Seahawk. Um, very um, vocal when it comes to um, cultural issues. You know, he was. Um, his wife said he was intoxicated and trying to get into his uh, father-in-law's house. So as we saw in the video, you know, he was a little, you know, um, aggressive, very aggressive, you know, in his actions. And um, his wife called 911. Richard Sherman had been um, since been released from prison, um, um, locked up and released from prison. um, And according to parents today. So, you know, fellas, wanted to get your thoughts, man, um, on Richard Sherman. Um, Uh, Yeah, because this actually that was the first time I actually watch that video okay and you know as much as we talk about sherman and you saying he's a future hall of famer and all that dude you couldn't break down that door i'm glad he didn't (laughs) i'm glad he didn't i'm glad he didn't but that that just proves my point when i think he's still alive but yeah and that too that you know on a serious note yeah that definitely and then um and this was captured by a ring yeah, so the video was captured so, by Ring. So, but there was a lot of motion in that camera. Was it like mean? dangling from the cord? You know, I mean, they some need some better installation. I don't know. There. I what don't you know. Like, what, what do you mean, Ward? But, yeah, the, but the, the if ring, you notice, if you notice, like, yeah, but your ring doesn't move in a like flap in the breeze. Mm-hmm. I didn't you know see what I mean? I'm just. Like yeah, I, I noticed it moving Yo, your, a lot. Your electrician stuff is kicking in right now, man. Come <laughs> yeah, on. I know. I, I, it is. It, <laughs> and it will always be. Come like. on, man. Let's, but here's, let's but here's talk the thing. about Rich. It was like, now, what was the reason why he ran over there? All right, can I can I throw some uh, some extra yeah, detail yeah, into yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. All right, I so on July fourteenth, on July fourteenth, an incident where he allegedly wrecked his car into a construction barrier and tried breaking into his wife's parents' home in Redmond, Washington. Mm-hmm. He got charged with a DUI, reckless endangerment, a road worker's criminal trespass, resisting arrest, malicious theft. He pleaded not guilty today. All right. So um, one of the things that came out from all of this was that, you know, we just saw the ring doorbell footage. Richard mm-hmm. was yelling outside of a home, uh, outside of the home repeatedly, running into the door that was locked. People mm-hmm. inside were screaming, which was mm-hmm. the in-laws, yeah. the wife, and the children of Richard Sherman. And, and you right? could hear it. He threatened to hang himself. He had been drinking, and he also said that he was going to commit suicide by cop. All right. right. So the wife's statement to authorities was that he was acting crazy at the house. Mm-hmm. She had fled her home with children after he caused a large disturbance at their home earlier. Mm-hmm. The father-in-law, when when they got there and into the house, the, his daughter and child and grandchildren, the father-in-law told officers that he was armed with a handgun and pepper spray to unleash on Richard had he broken down that door. The father-in-law adamantly wanted charges filed. Um, and the wife did make a statement that said that he suffers from mental health issues. Now, peep this. 
She said when he has an episode. So this ain't the first time. Mm. All right. She said when he has an episode like this, he does not remember it the next day. All right. So you had a lot of things going on um, from some possible domestic violence issues occurring into the home, you know, Mm -hmm. and then his um, his out of out of character, wildly bizarre behavior at the home of the in-laws. And it Mm -hmm. sounds like that there's been a pattern of this um, this type of behavior at the home with the wife and the children to the point where she had to flee for safety. Mm. All right. So they went to court today. His wife accompanied him to court today. He pled not guilty. He was still charged and released, you know, but now, you know, he did. Re- he did release a, a, a statement on IG and he has said that um, he's deeply remorseful for his actions on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, I behaved in a manner that I'm not proud of. I have been dealing with some personal challenges over the last seven months, but that is not an excuse for how I acted. The importance of mental health and emotional health is real. And I vow to get the help that I need. Yeah. All right. So that's a little bit more in depth of what was going on um, between Richard Sherman, um, his wife and his children. You know what I'm saying? A scary thing to see someone that you love, you know, just out of character or out of nature, yeah. go into this really deep, heavy type of um, emotional whirlwind, you know. Um, and that was leading a lot of people to believe that this was more than just mental health issues. Mm-hmm. This is also um, probably a lot of evidence of CTE and brain damage with That's Richard Sherman as well. Yeah, it's the first thing a lot of people about. think about. Yeah. Because That's the thing is, you know, with, with two concussions... With, with only two concussions in your lifetime, one of the symptoms that can happen from two concussions is suicidal ideation, yeah. becoming suicidal, yeah. Yeah. making suicidal threats, you know, telling people that you, you don't want to live anymore or you want to take your own life. Mm. That is one of the main symptoms yeah. from CTE. And we've yeah. seen that with a lot of yes. football players, Junior Seau, Andre dummy. Dirty Waters. Yeah. All right. What uh Webster I, I believe used to play for the Sammy, um Pittsburgh Steelers Still- yeah. back in the day. I think you he know, was all, the first one that they yes. that they yeah that they recognized yes. with the CTA. First one. Yeah. He said that you know that one of the things that that uh, happened was he shot himself in the chest mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of in the head because he wanted them want them to, to keep the brain. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. To to do some See, examination he because he knew something was right. not right. Mhm. Yeah, huh? he was the one. He was the one that did it. He right. said because exactly. he knew he knew something was wrong with his brain, and he wanted them to to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Arlene yeah. said drugs. I mean, we don't know. We speculate. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, uh, Richard, know. Richard, and his wife say mental health issues. You know, yeah, that could be part of it. But again, the brain damage can be so severe, and this is an active player that yeah. may be currently suffering from CTE. Yep. And the progression and deterioration might be unfolding right in front of us. Yeah, the yeah. true meaning of blacking out. Kess says um, it's major and dismissed too often. I think when you talk about that mental health and that trauma aspect, it, uh-huh. it, it's become a it's become a trendy term. I've noticed yeah. that it's become a trendy uh-huh. term thrown around in such yeah. a way and not really unpacked. You yeah. know, it's a surfacey type of term. You know, uh-huh. so I, I think when it comes to that, that 
you know, um, therapists and, you know, those that are licensed, those that are yeah. in that realm, you know, are actually doing the work. So, yeah. you know, um, so, yeah, it's it. so, I've, I've, you know, when I look at that video, that, that was the first thing I, that was the first thing I, um, I thought was CTE, you know, yeah. um, it's amazing yeah. that uh-huh. we, 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 when, when a white man and I, you know, I'm going to go there when a white man is shooting up a school, you know, um, that mental health thing mm-hmm. is thrown on him. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's dealing with mental health issues. He's dealing with mental health you issues. Know? Or, or right. he just right. had a bad day. Right. Yeah, or he had a bad day. Richard Sherman was mm-hmm. called wildin', he crazy, he needs yeah. to this, he needs to that, yeah. he needs to this. Now, yeah. certainly from his wife's perspective, you know, mm-hmm. I'm glad she did say, you know, that um, he was drunk, he was intoxicated. You know, mm-hmm. um, and and he mentioned something about the, 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 the a gun when the cops come, you know, um, but it seemed it appeared as if she was still scared yet yeah. protective of her husband. Right. Because yeah, this definitely. wasn't the first time there was reports enough that he tried to take an officer's weapon on the scene and that they used a canine to subdue him. You know, mm-hmm. Richard Sherman's, you know, a big dude. And he's a black man. So, of course, they're going to come ready with deadly force for him. He's lucky to be alive. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, police officers respond to black men in crisis with deadly force. We've seen that time and time again happen. So he's very fortunate to to be alive, to go to court, to be able to say not guilty because he could have really been dead right in front of his wife, in-laws and children. You know what I'm saying? One thing um, I want to touch on was um, now makes a good point and a few people. How about the nine one one operator? Yeah. Did it sound like she was having a bad day? Cat mm. says she was garbage, um, and in her response and how she handled the situation, um, mm. I, I thought she was I thought she was horrible. And she was she being a Karen on the phone. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of dispatchers are not really fully trained. And how to really lead and guide someone who's having an emergency at home, mm-hmm. you know, to get the details, to help them calm down and think through things so that they can get the information. But simultaneously yeah. Yeah. sending the right people, you know, not right. always sending law enforcement. Right. You know, that's the first thing a lot of dispatchers kind of filter out is the need yeah. for law enforcement when many times it's not. EMT need to be on the scene or mental mm-hmm. health professionals need right. to be on the scene right. that can get, right. that can take care of this. Mm-hmm. With this situation right now, I don't know who would have been best to handle this because, you know, you, you're dealing with a, an individual that's really going through a crisis. You don't know if he's high on drugs and you, yeah. you know, you don't yeah. know how he's going to respond physically to EMTs. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, he's trying to break and enter into a home. So naturally, the police you are going to respond. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, naturally, yeah. the police are going to respond. But the, the other thing when you think about the concussions I, I was I was listening to is that, you know, that prefrontal core, that free that prefrontal cortex and the frontal lobe. That's the area that's mm-hmm. impacted so much within mm-hmm. that brain. And that's the piece that helps us to regulate our impulses. You know, that impulse control disorder, you know, Aaron Hernandez, you know, his brain was Mm -hmm. dissected and he found a large amount of CTE in that. And the damage was primarily in the frontal lobe, which gives you that ability to control your impulses. 
Aaron Hernandez didn't have that ability to do so. So if he wanted to kill somebody, you know, he couldn't control the impulse but to kill someone, you know, because of the the deterioration of that front prefrontal cortex, which is integral in decisions and your uh, impulse control disorder. So, you know, you see a lot of, but but the main thing is that suicide is the number one um, the number one symptom, but I just want to leave this number. Anyone that's dealing oh, with, with suicide issues, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. Yeah, that, that's important that to, 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 to actually recognize and those family members, you know, um, to recognize what's going on with, with your close ones, your loved ones that could possibly going through, you know, um, that suicidal ideation, ideation, damn, I'm messing it up, where they can, you know, you're watching them, you're listening Mm -hmm. to them, you know, and pay attention and being aware of, you know, their actions. So, Mm -hmm. you know, most people aren't going to say that, you know, that they want to take their life, you know, or take someone else's life, you Mm -hmm. know? So um, Kevin gave that phone number. So pay attention to signs, pay attention to Mm -hmm. behaviors, you know, and all those things and use that, use that, use that hotline if need be. No doubt. Um, yeah, use that hotline if need be. Um, and in other news, um, the NFL uh, this coming season, the NFL will play the Black National Anthem before all games during the 2021 season, including the September 9th kickoff game and the playoffs as part of a 10 year, $250 million commitment to fighting racism in America. Additionally, the league announced it will feature social justice messaging on fields uh-huh. and helmet decals in public service announcement. Um, uh-huh. Rock Nation's Jay-Z has been advising the league on its Inspire Change initiative. So um the black national anthem will be played right before the star spangled banner this upcoming season it's um, <laughs> like three stanzas right but here yeah. we go but here we go again yeah. what is that actually going to do this is another thing to pacify us to get us to shut up like what 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 actually playing lift every voice is saying is doing for the national for the for the football league. Uh, do you do you not think that it could be recognizing um, blacks in America? I I, I I see I see where you're going, and I think the mindset is when it comes to black folks, we we don't trust America and what they're doing anyway. So over the years, over the decades, um, over the centuries, we've been giving things to pacifiers. Could this not be one to? This is this is another banana. You feel in like tailpipe. this is one? Okay, it's another banana in the tailpipe. Okay. Yeah. So, so what, 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 what could the NFL do to show that they support not only Black Lives Matters, but the lives of Black people and right. how things are being done? What did you say you they're going to do they're along? Being- what did you say they're going to do along with the playing of the Black National Anthem? There was a couple other initiatives that you said that they're going to take under. So they're going to have social justice messaging on the field. Uh-huh. Um, and helmet decals, different things on their helmet. Okay, okay. I thought it was a, I thought it was an off the field initiative. You said too. No, so it's, it's the in public service announcements. They will have mm-hmm. some public service announcements. Um, I didn't mention okay. anything off the field. Okay. You know, but they they have been doing things off the but field. But you know, it's, 
it's go- yeah. it's going to be the same thing that that happened, you know, with the first time when when uh, Kaepernick had Neil, and then when they were allowing the uh, the players not to come out, and then mm-hmm. the players to to lock arms or whatever, you know, you had so much black backlash on that. A lot of the fans started. Oh, I'm not watching. I'm not going to do this. I'm the NFL is going to turn around because they they have to put out a product that their fans love. So if their fans are, you know, uh, all these white people keep, you know, saying that they're not going to watch anymore and they're not going to support, it'll go back to business as usual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, I, I think it's it's a double edged sword. It you is. know, you know, I think I think some good can come out of it, you know, because a lot of our kids don't even know lift every voice and sing, haven't even heard of it, but but it being played at um an event like this, you know, yeah, maybe they'll become familiar with it. I mean, this is something that we had to learn growing up. It was part of, you know, church. It was part of, you know, School. I remember Forest Hill. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember Forest Hill. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. both the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance, yeah. uh, the National yeah. Anthem and the Black National Anthem coming over to Intercom, you know, in yeah. Forest Hill. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. uh, things have changed since then. But, you know, that was something that, you know, was was a part of it, you know. Um, but but again, you want to see significant and sustaining change, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? And these, white, these go ahead. I think change could have been. I don't know if you're able to change the Star Spangled Banner. Why not? You've amended um, some things in the Constitution. Why can't you change the Star Spangled Banner um, and take the those those verses out, um, or just don't play the Star Spangled Banner because the Star Spangled Banner was written on the blood of Black folks? So right, you right. know, just taking just simply taking the Star Spangled Banner out could you know, do something for black yeah, people. I mean, yeah, because they, cause they could definitely put out uh, My Country Tis of Thee and mm-hmm. make that the national anthem. Right, right. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, I'm with, I want these, uh, it, it really comes to the pressure of these white billionaire owners who have, who have a lot of influence with lobbyists and these political leaders to really push forth a legislative change. You know what I'm saying? It's more than just the commercials and the promotional ads and the fancy right. t-shirts, mm-hmm. you know, that I can get off Amazon and things like that. You know what I'm saying? I I want the the billionaire owners of these teams who really have the influence to mm-hmm. push for legislation change, leg- legislative change. You know what I'm saying? Um, to get to get their constituents moving towards giving us policy and federal law you know, that we're looking for police brutality, anti-lynching bill, you know, the George Floyd policing act, you know, and and not to leave out the fact that qualified, that qualified immunity doesn't still needs to be a part of that. They're trying to pass this bill, but trying to keep out the the qualified immunity so that officers won't be held. You got to give the whole package. They got to hold these police officers accountable and don't pass it without that qualified immunity as a part of that. So the pressure mm-hmm. should be on these billionaire owners who yeah. really got the power and the backing mm-hmm. and the money to push legislative change for um, their black players. You know, if the players really, you know, push it to that level. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Trey says, uh, 
they can take that anthem and, <laughs> and never mind. Shove it. <laughs> that song can soothe my troubled soul and the souls of my ancestors. Yeah. I'm with you, Trey. All... <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. tough. That's stuff. Yeah. I have one, 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 one. I don't know if this is a feel good story, but one story um, yeah. that I just, I just found it to be interesting. Bianca Chambers um, said for two days she tracked her car throughout Detroit City until Wednesday of last week. When a, when a man parked her car and went to get get his hair done. So um, a lady who owned a shop in Detroit's car was stolen. She had a nice Mercedes Benz. Um, and she went tracing and looking for her car around the city. And, you know, when this young man who stole her car was driving through, she was posting it on Facebook and on different so social uh -huh. media pages. Right you know, to get some feedback from, from people that mm -hmm. seen this young man driving, driving her car. And when she, it was a couple of times she would get close to the car and still kind of uncertain of approaching him. Mm -hmm. He had an opportunity to get away. So the other day, you know, she found his, the, the car, her car, mm -hmm. um, that he stopped at a barbershop to, to get his um, locks done. So when he stopped at the barbershop to get his locks done, you know, she made a move. She went into the barbershop and she said something to him about, is that my car? And it sounded like he denied it, but she uh -huh. didn't give him a chance. She swung on him. She oh. took it in her own hands, didn't, you know, didn't wait for the cops. And when the fellas in the barbershop, you know, realized that, yo, this dude, I'm doing this dude's hair. He's in here with us and he stole her car. Mm. They dragged him across the floor by his hair, you know, and I thought, you know, I thought it was dope, you know, that that type of policing, you know, mm -hmm. from the community, from the fellas in the barbershop supporting her, you mm -hmm. know, so um, she was able to get her cars, her car back, but she was kind of scared. So she she slashed her own tires because she didn't want him to get away um, mm -hmm. again. <laughs> My God. My God. So um, she was able to get her car back, man. And I thought it was um I thought it was a funny, interesting story. You know, when you talk about the community, you know, oftentimes we share those stories where I hope she didn't slash all four. Uh yeah, she did. She slashed all four, but she got yeah. her car back. He got a detail yeah, like but that. Then she had to pay that she had to pay for her own tires. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure. Oh about yeah, that. if you if you slash off if all yeah, four yeah, yeah. slash, they don't cover it. Cat yeah. page said he got it detailed. Yeah, he, he got, got a detail. Get out of here! But did wow. you get those? Did you get those tires replaced? Yeah, 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 wow. yeah. Community yeah. policing at its finest, Cat Page. Absolutely, <laughs> community <laughs> policing at its finest. Hey, it's thanks for you. everybody listening. We having a uh, real good conversation. We started off with Biz Markey, um, and his passing. Rest in peace, Biz. You know the human beatbox. We you know transition into Karen. You know, and these Karens, this pandemic, this epidemic, when it comes to these Karens and their actions, their display right. of this childish uh, um, behavior, you know. Oh. Um, so then we moved on to Richard Sherman. So if you can go to all our streaming services and check us out if you miss some of it, you know, um, and, and just listen, you know, give us yeah. a rating, you know, hang in there with us. And we, we certainly appreciate you. Fellas, what else we got? Yo, yo. What hey, we got? did you? Yo, did you hear? Did you hear about that? Um, that shooting at the uh, Washington Nationals uh, ballpark over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. My yep. my my biggest thing about that man, it was like, okay, there was a shooting out in the parking lot between two parties. Mm -hmm. 
everybody in the stadium ran out. Boy, did they know that it was outside, though? I don't think they knew it was outside. They didn't know where the shots was coming from. Yeah, I think that that confused everybody. I mean, I it it probably did, but I give it to the people that ran into the dugouts. That's one thing. Yeah, but I mean, I hear shots in the far distance, man. I'm not. Are you in a concrete structure? Yeah, but see, a lot of the people that a lot of people that ran outside was in the concession areas. Close and one and one one of them was outside. One of the people that got shot. Right. One of, yeah. Yeah, one of the people that was yeah. in the concession area. And if you're shooting right outside the stadium, it sounds like you're right there in the concession area. You know what I'm saying? So that, you know, and, you know, remember South Street. Remember we used to go to South oh, Street man. And, and and bullet, you know, shots might be fired way down there. Yeah. somewhere, But you see everybody start to run. And I always know, duck it's behind just a, gonna cause yeah. a, a what is that domino effect? Yeah, yeah. and I always yeah, duck yeah. behind a, a mailbox or something because I'm like, yeah. here yeah. we go again. I always yeah, duck yeah, behind yeah. a mailbox. I'm not right. So one person probably was really close to that's the shot, but when you see that one person run, we're black. Yes, yeah, yeah we, black we run, we run. <laughs> <laughs> we we ain't, we, we, we ain't waiting behind to ask any questions. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, or saw, get low. Yeah, yeah. Get low. I saw players, man, going up in the stands, grabbing their family and taking them yeah. into the dugout. You know, yeah. um, it, you know, I was thinking about that. I said, man, could you imagine hearing them gunshots? You know, when you got your kids and not knowing where the gunshots are coming from, I saw yeah. people up in the balconies or the the higher mm-hmm. levels mm-hmm. ducking behind the concrete. You know, moving. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm sure it was a. Uh, you know, it was definitely a um, a scary yeah. time. And, remember, yeah. remember a couple of years ago, I think um, either Wilson or the High was playing Pleasantville. Nineteen? No. Oh, no, oh, no. This, yes, was, this yes, just yes, happened. Yes, this just happened. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, there was a shootout. Ago. I think mm-hmm. in the stands. Yeah. And a little ten-year-old boy had got boy had got, got, mm, had got yeah. killed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, you know, you in those type of of of, of stadiums yeah. and those yeah. places where you really can't get away, man, it's yeah, it's scary, it's terrifying. Yeah, that was bad enough when we were in school. We went to play Willenborough. It was our soft sophomore year, I believe it was. Okay. And um, because I remember me and Troy Branch was walking side by side. Well, we started running side by side after them gunshots mm. started flying. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a crazy time. Was, but I mean, a, to me, that but, was a little different. We, or was that, know, was, that was that was that a was that a winter game or was that a uh, early early fall? Um, I'm trying to figure out what did I have since I, I was on the bench. I can't I'm figure out if I was if I was dressed warm or not. <laughs> uh, I think well, it was, was warm, bench. but I know it was a night game. It was a night okay. game. Okay, and that was All like right. our first night game we ever played. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I wasn't I sure if I had. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I had any, any. He had a sweatshirt. Or he what? had a sweatshirt under his, <laughs> under his shirt. It was oh, cold, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, it get cold on that bitch. Yeah, it yeah. did. It did. It got cold on. Me. Hey, but I supported you guys. I was rooting. Yes, you did. Yes, hey, sir. Lord, when you got water, when you wanted water, brother. Oh, we I had water. Oh, man. Team player right there. Yes, sir. Team player all day. Team player all day. Anything else, man? No. Nah. Our segments. Yeah, yeah let's go, go to our segments. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got something? You got you got something? Water? Yeah, I got a little song. What's the main law? What's the intro? What's... Oh, we got... 
What up, fellas? What we got up, man law. We got another man law. To ma- what the up? last man law of the season. Yes, sir. Man law number nineteen. Well, you took Don't... a deep breath. <laughs> yeah, this is this, is this this one. This one's a little heavy. All a little right. heavy. All Don't right. steal. Don't steal my shine. Mm. Don't, steal shall, my shine. don't steal my shine. Man shall not hijack his brother's endeavors. Mm. That's dope. It, it was his ideal and passion from the start. Don't take it and make it your own. Yeah. Because we, yeah. we know some brothers that do some dumb shit like that, man. Yeah. It's like, yo, my man came up with that ideal. He came up, you know, he, he started yeah. doing this. Yo, stop. Let him shine. Let him, yeah. let him, let him, let him develop. You want to, you want to help him out? That's cool. But yo, yeah, you know, what no, I mean? that's, that's. I think that that says a lot to the individual man to be able to support someone else in their endeavor. It says a lot about that person. Um, that is not about you. I think sometimes we get into a situation where everyone is so, you know, um, about me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And yeah. it's 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 what can I do to get my name on that joint? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And we could talk about this all day. It's but you know, if that's my brother, you know, how can I help him get to that? How can next I level? support that? Yeah, yeah and how can I support him? Yeah, man. Yeah. And I think I think that's when you know your brother support, like, uplift, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. push. You gotta we gotta push. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I know, you know, we might have like you know, one person's vision that we're working into, but it's pushing one another to grow and evolve. Mm-hmm. You right. know, even though it's one vision, you know, I'm still throwing out there, you know, tidbits for everybody, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. we can all benefit from it, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but it's, if it's one person's vision, still everybody's got an essential part to play in it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And when I shine, you shine, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's that's part of it. I, you know, if mm-hmm. if you know, I look at Kevin, man, and you know, I know you guys, you know, push me, and I look at Kevin and you know the things that he's doing, and I'm pushing. I feel like I'm pushing him hard as heck. You know, what I'm saying where I'm, he might, I might be yeah. getting on his nerves. You know, when when yeah. people were looking for, you know, yo, especially that one of those web, um, websites, yo, anybody looking for an electrician, you know. Mm-hmm. Ward, you ain't want no work. You was good. I remember a couple of times, he's like, nah, nah, I ain't mm-hmm. never good. You know, but you, Ward's the first name that, that pops up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think, you know, people get it kind of twisted, man. You know, that I don't I don't want anything from it, man. If my brother is shining, trust me, you know, I'm shining too. So, now nah, that's that's dope as hell right there, Ward. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, pushing, right pushing and promoting. I, I appreciate Keith, yo, because... It'd be days I don't really feel like posting stuff for spin. Yo, I never then got it in his story for my time yeah, and my yeah. day. I'm like, yo, that's my dog. He pushing me. Then he called me yeah. up like, Kev, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to push this. Yeah. I want to push that. You know, and I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, no, okay. and a lot of <laughs> Let's a go. lot of it is I see your I see your pet. You have a pet. It's, it's, you know, you have a passion for that, man. And it's and it's kind of easy for you. That's when I know mm-hmm. that that's your lane. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, 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 for yeah, me, yeah. it's like I got this, you know, I got a different mindset with certain things. And mm-hmm. I want to throw that to you where you can shine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where you can mm-hmm. shine yeah, 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 and yeah. build you. 
You know what I'm right. saying? And build everything right. that you have. So yeah. I think that's yeah. um that's that's just important. And even yeah. all our buddies, man, you know, pretty yeah. much the same thing, man. Look, this ain't about this ain't about me. This about no us. competition mm-hmm. or nothing. Yeah, like hell that. No. Nobody's no trying to prove who's the best. Yeah. You know, we just all trying to elevate one another, that's trying true. to push one another. You yeah. know, yeah. we try to push each other to be the healthiest. Yeah. We try to push each other to be the the more intro- intellectual. You know, yeah, we try yeah, to push yeah, each yeah. other. You know, I threw a book out there. I hope y'all grab it and run with yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Food for thought. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's all about making each other better in whatever yeah. facet that, you know, I'm not just good at, but here's something that I learned from somebody that is a professional in that area. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. so and I want to share more this. the EB can be better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what I'm telling you. Boy, that's some good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Definitely. Number 19. That's, that's good, man. Yeah. 29. Was that 19 or 29? That was 19. 19. Number 19. Number 19. Yes. Ask, ask the professor. The professor. Yeah, <laughs> he ain't doing. Yeah, he's sleeping right now. He's, I he's know, still sleeping. I know, I know, man. Yo, I, I just want to say real quick, you know, um, uh, just got word that a um, a good friend of uh, me and my wife, uh, he was rushed to the hospital with a heart attack, and he passed. Um, so I'm just trying to keep him and uh, keep keep his wife uh, in prayer. Good dude, really good guy. Same name as me. Um, you know, came comes to the crib, made some banging steak for me one time, man, and brought it over here. Just a wonderful couple. Um, and just something just out of the blue just happened and just uh took them out of here. So it's um it, it just got the news and the word, man. So it's um okay. it's kind of numb, you know what I'm saying? You know, so prayers out to Manda. Yeah, We're going yeah, through a tough time out. at this very moment. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hit me with the question. You want me to hit you with the question? Yeah. Um, yeah. Miss Lisa. Um, yes. Excellent commentary. Thanks, Miss Lisa. Shout out from this retired Camden teacher in Mississippi. Keep up the good work, brothers. The best is yet to come. Professor Kevin Kev was good, man. Let's get into <laughs> ask the professor, man. You threw me off. How was that? that? I know <laughs> it was a close. I you threw me off with that, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you didn't put it up on a ticker again. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, yeah. I was thinking of, yeah. He he threw me off a little bit, but you know, I'm, I, yeah, I was yeah. about to go into prayer in my mind, but yeah, ask the uh, professor. This is our question for ask the professor. What's the most important advice you could give men about women? Mm. What's the most important advice you could give men about women? Uh, The most important advice that I can just share with brothers about women. I'm 48 years old. God bless me me with this uh, longevity so far. I got a few things I think I can share. (laughs) Um, But I think on this last episode of just our thoughts for, you know, while we chill out for a minute. I think the the one thing that I can share with brothers is to really examine 
your expectations that you have of women. Just examine what it is that you expect, which, what, not just what your standards are, but what is it that you expect in return from a woman that you want to settle with, be in a relationship with, love on, and spend a considerable amount of these latter years with? What are your expectations? Are you still stuck in the stereotypical, she has to cook clean and, and Kitchen things in the bedroom. Nature. Yeah, yeah. Are we still stuck there in those prehistoric and primitive ways of thinking? Or are we moving to evolve and see women as our equal, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and able to not just add, but to bring so much vibrance and, and life, um, you know, to our heart, to our mind, to our soul, you know, are we willing to open up once we realize and, and know what we expect from that woman, are we able to open up ourselves and be transparent, all right, and make her feel necessary? Because a lot of times we don't make that woman feel needed or necessary, you know? So that's what I would tell my brothers is to really examine and assess what it is that you expect from that woman. Am I frozen? Am I frozen? Oh. Uh, so no. it, looked, it looked like I ain't uh, y'all froze up on me for a second. No, I ain't that froze for a minute. Oh, okay, okay. So, so that that would be the core of what I would leave out there. Your expectations from a woman, you know, the primitive for, versus the evolution, um, and and in what ways don't we treat them as as human? You know, in what ways do we objectify them? In what ways do we continue to um, lessen their value or tell them or show them that they're not needed or unnecessary or interchangeable or re, or re, or replaceable in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At right, a point right, of mature, right. at a point of maturity where we are right now, we should be more grounded and, and better understanding of what it is that we want and what we need uh, in the companionship with another female. Um, so that's what I would leave with all my brothers. You know what I'm saying? You know, just what your expectations are, you know, of women, examine them. And if they're flawed, if they if they have error in them, don't be afraid to, to sharpen your tools. You know, the glow up is real, not to grow, the glow up. You know, at 48, we should be glowing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And that should show in a lot of the relationships that we have, not yeah, just with... Yeah in our social interactions with other uh, men that are healthy, but really in that lifelong companionship, that's going to be there until the day we might take our last breath. So, you know, now is the time. If you don't know what you expect from a woman, now is the time. Don't wait any longer. You know, I was, um, somebody hit me up the other day and they, you know, um, I was talking to them about, you know, they want to ask me a question. They want to tap into me and, you know, their thought was, hey, Keith, man, I'm, I'm really looking at getting back with, you know, with my ex. So, you know, mm-hmm. I asked him, I said, you know, what, what do you think about it? How do you feel? And it didn't sound as if there mm-hmm. was any excitement behind it. Yeah. You know, um, he said, you know, this is something I want to do, but it, there was no excitement. And it was mm-hmm. he was he was kind of hesitant. Mm-hmm. But I think his hesitation was my response. 
you know, and he told me he valued my opinion. Um, he valued opinions of other people. Yeah. And I told him, I said, at the end of the day, none of our opinions matter. Your yeah, happiness at this stage is is about you. It's mm-hmm. all about you. We can give you, we can talk to you, we can share with you, but it's mm-hmm. really about you. You know, you know, we at, we we're in this this the prime of our life where some of the stuff that we're talking about, some of the stuff that we're dealing with is so 20-ish, mm-hmm. you know, that we should be, you know, enjoying the 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 lifestyle, enjoying the things that we created, yeah. the fruits of our labor, yeah. you know, and enjoying it with someone, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and versus yeah. having these you know, minor conversations. And that's the one thing I think often we, people can get caught up in is the opinion of others, you know, and, mm-hmm. it, and, and it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Um, because at the, you know, when, you know, when you're 60, 70 years old, you know, you know, I used to say, I had a friend back in my early twenties, cool as heck. And we were always talking about relationships. And the one thing I always said, I want somebody I can sit on the porch with, drink some lemonade um, and and, and sit there and grow old with, you know, Mm -hmm. because I ain't going to talk to y'all every day. You know what I'm saying? Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. You know, so I I think sometimes we get caught up in the opinions of others, you know, and what other people think versus going with what you feel, because Mm -hmm. essentially, you know, people are not going to ride with you throughout you know, these, these, these years, you know, we, you know, people are only in your life, but for a moment, you know, so I think trust yourself, you know, more, you know, than you trust the opinion of others, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would, yeah. I, but you know, I don't want to discount the fact that he came to you seeking no, advice not, from you, you, you know, you. even though, you. you know, it's up to him, your opinion and your, you know, your, your counsel, your counsel to him, you know, you know, really matters, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So he came to you for, for that. And yes, yeah, is the final decision is up to me, but I do need to hear from some people that are experienced. Yeah. In right. the field Sometimes you of, do of need just a little guidance. You, you do, you, you do. That, you? that, that guidance can lead you in the right direction or it yeah. can halt you from making a serious mistake. Yeah. Yeah. My thing to him would be, you know, it's your ex, you ended for a reason. How would things be different now? Right. You know, moving forward, yeah. you know, things yeah. in a relationship. How are things different now with her and with him? Does she still feel, yeah. so does she feel the same way as you do? I hear yeah. the fact that, yeah, I think I want to reconnect with my ex. Yeah. Yeah. But does she feel the same way that she wants mm-hmm. to reconnect with you on the same level? Yeah, you know, yeah, so these are yeah. questions we t- that we I some- probe and, 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 and ask because I want to know how things are different moving forward, you know, yeah. so the same so, mistakes don't occur to, for y'all to be exes again. Yeah. So, so when we did, we did dive in a little bit into that, sure. that was just yeah. kind of the, 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 the gist of, you know, mm-hmm. of, my, of my thing, but I certainly, you know, definitely appreciate it, man. Yeah. Man law and ask the professor. Mm-hmm. We want to thank everybody for coming out. Um, and hanging out with us, you know, this is our last episode of our first season. We're coming back strong, more powerful, you know, than ever um, on September 13th and season two. So we appreciate everybody um, for hanging out with us. You know, I did want to ask the fellas, you know, what are some of your takeaways? You know, we started last, I guess, the end of last August, 
with um, just our thoughts with the fellas. And, mm -hmm. you know, some of the fellas jumped on. Haas was on here having some fun with us. E. Coleman mm -hmm. jumped on here, had some fun with us. And, and Chris as well. You know, mm -hmm. we definitely had mm -hmm. some some dope, amazing, amazing, amazing guests, man, That's that, right. you know, um, took their time to hang out with us. And we, we certainly appreciate, you know, them taking their time out and having some dialogue with us. So, you know, I want to ask y'all, man, what is, what is some of y'all takeaways from this past year? Well, I, I kind of, you know, came to the realization I'm not here by myself. There are some people that have my point of view, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but also, you know, to understand that, that we all do have a difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. And even with that, we can still remain the same type of friends that we are, mm -hmm. have all the, uh, you know, we can disagree, we can agree to disagree, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. But, it, but it all comes down to it that it, this life would, would not be good, would not be great without the difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, that's that's good stuff, man. Um, and I think if if you know a lot of you know people had that mindset that it's okay to disagree, you know, how are we going to get to that to that yeah. point? You know, um, that you have a difference and I have a difference in opinion that we both respect right. that difference. You know, and we can opinion, still coexist. You know? Yeah, and definitely, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Katie, what you think, man? What's some of your takeaways, man, from this past year? Hey, man, I. Uh... <laughs> The core conversations to me was um, mm -hmm. just the the icing on the cake, the cherry on the sundae, the best part of it to me, <laughs> um, you know, because it 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 it, it just reminded me of um, being in a master's program and having to do the research for the paper, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and having to, mm -hmm. you know, really make sure that I'm speaking actuals and factuals, you know what I'm right, saying. Right, I don't right. want to put out nothing false. I want to be authentic and genuine, you know, and be able to, you know, give you the data and give you the, um, you know, the precise quote and things of that nature, you know, because we had four years of lies and 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 false narratives that was coming right, from the right. top on down, you know what I'm saying? So I felt like it, it's important with the platform that when we're dealing with the core conversations to really get in essence, mm -hmm. the genuine and authentic truth out there, you know, and that means that the research has, has to be done. You know what I'm saying? I feel like my brain has expanded, you know, my mind has, has really been uh, reawakened to, to, and INF knows this to really start those unfinished projects um, that's been on my heart, you know what I'm saying? So, if anything, those core conversations has really sparked a fire and just the thirst for learning all over again at 48 years old. Um, mm -hmm. Ain't no stopping us now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, the books will will be read. The research will be done. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? The information will be provided. And, you know, we're going to hold each other accountable that we are speaking truth and facts and speaking mm -hmm. truth to power. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's where we're headed. So it's yeah. going to be buckle up and enjoy the ride. I think for me, it was a um, couple of things, man. It was just simply building with my brothers, man. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been we've been tight 
for such a long time and we've always had conversation. We never taken time out to uh, to have these conversations. It was always when we caught up, but it was mm-hmm. the building. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, it's something about me building. I, I just love to build and, you know, the process to see the, uh, a, a thought come into something. You know, um, that process for me was 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 major, you know, just going through that process, having some conversations, man, meeting people, networking with people, you know, the failures, you know, Mm -hmm. that 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 I embraced, you know, those times I messed up going from nervous, man. You know, when we would get on, I'd be shook, man. My anxiety has taken over, you know, but, (laughs) uh, you know, but, you know, it's the trust, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Not failures, lessons, 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 and mm-hmm. I'm a, I was okay with the failures, man. But we're gonna call them lessons, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought it was amazing, man, just to simply go through that process, you know, and watch just an idea just come to fruition, you know, a thought just you know um, go out, you know. We've we've had you know people in St. Louis and in Georgia and Texas listening to us, man. Um, you know, places across the country and in Denver, mm-hmm. you know, listening to us, man. Of course, down Jersey, in Florida. Pennsylvania, down in Florida, yeah, down, down in Florida. Florida and up and down the East Coast, you know, listening to us and giving us feedback, man. Just from a thought, you know, mm-hmm. and and I appreciate the 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 support, man, and the push, man, that you know, we all have, man. So, you know, dope, man, for, for, I want to say, man, we appreciate everybody for EB who's not here for Drake, who spent, you know, a lot of time with us, man. Andre Norwood, man, who spent so much time with us, man, my brother, man, we appreciate him, man, you know, for everything that he's done. Tracy, all of our people, man, we say thank you, man, for hanging out mm-hmm. with us for season one. We yeah, appreciate hey. you, man. Share, share Rock all our podcasts. Now all our streaming services with people. We appreciate mm-hmm. you. You got something that you like for us to add. We want to come back bigger. We want to come back stronger with more guests dropping some more gems on us. Um, more entertaining guests, you know, informational mm-hmm. guests, man. So we, we definitely appreciate everybody. And thank you for hanging out with just our I thoughts. Just, I got one last thing. Good, you got one, it, Warren. One last thing. Uh, Keith, thank you for doing this and bringing us together to actually... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, re- I really, I really appreciate, I really appreciate it, man. Love you, bro. For getting Love me you, involved, bro. getting KD involved, getting all the fellas involved. Love you, do bro. Do your passion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, T-shirt. yeah, yeah. Yup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk T-shirt. to him now. Nah. Yes, sir. <laughs> so thanks for everybody coming out. This Love is just our page. thoughts. We wrapping up season one. Dope, dope, dope season. We come back September 13th, bigger and better and stronger. This is just our thoughts with the fellas. Peace.